0: the treasures from God's Word, the kings and priests and prophets heard, there would be one
1: offering, gifts that were
0: we'll sent so we can see.
2: Hi boys and girls, and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut, and today we're going to be learning about the only sacrifice for sin. So grab your Bible and a friend and join us for another of Mr. G's weekly Bible studies.
3: Hello, G's residents. Mrs. G speaking.
4: Hi, Mrs. G. This is Mrs. Jones.
3: Hi, Mrs. Jones. You seem worried. Is everything all right?
4: Well, that's the reason I'm phoning. Peanut woke up with a very bad rash. She's very pale, and she almost fainted.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Can I do anything to help?
4: Well, I've called an ambulance to take her into emergency. But unfortunately, she might miss your Bible study.
3: No problem. Please do keep me posted.
4: All right, I'll let you know what happens. Thanks. Bye.
1: What happened, hun? Who was that?
3: It was Peanut's mom. She said Peanut almost fainted. She woke up with a really bad rash, and they called an ambulance to take her into emergency.
1: Oh, no, that's too bad. I hope she'll be okay. She probably won't be able to make it for the study. Is everything ready for the study, hun?
3: Yes, dear. I prepared a veggie tray with dip and fresh strawberries with a yogurt dip.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Thanks, dear.
3: You're welcome, honey. Oh, you know what?
1: No, what's that?
3: I just remembered. I do need to get some apple juice from the store. I'll be right back.
0: We'd like to ride along with us, Mr. Jones.
4: Sure, let me grab my purse. Come in, please. Bruce, please. And Dr. you Bruce, must be telephone, Peanut telephone, Jones. Please. And what brings you in today? I woke up with this rash all over my body and I almost fainted. Well, I'm going to take your temperature in your ear. Well, you don't have a fever and the doctor will be right in. I'm back again. The doctor told me to give you two pills. One is a painkiller and the other is an antibiotic. Uh, what's an antibiotic? It's a pill that helps your body fight the bacteria in your body, which is making you sick. Um, I can't swallow pills yet. I don't know how. Is that true? I'm afraid it is. In that case, I need to find the liquid form of each of these, but I'm warning you, it tastes really bad. Mom, when can we go? Soon, I hope, dear. We just have to be patient and keep our eyes on the Lord. Well, I did find some. Here you go, down the hatch. One two? Okay. Yuck, that tastes awful. See, I told you.
3: Where's Peanut, Mrs. G? She had to go to the emergency room by ambulance this morning. Oh no, is she all right? I hope so, Joey.
2: She woke up with a really bad rash and almost fainted. So, I guess she won't be able to hear your Bible study, Mr. G.
1: You're probably right, Joey.
2: What are we going to study today, Mr. G?
1: We're going to learn that the Lord Jesus Christ is the only sacrifice for sin, and it is a bloody sacrifice.
2: Did you say blood, Mr. G? I think I'm going to be sick. You probably shouldn't be a doctor then, Lizzie. I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a gym teacher.
1: Oh, I almost forgot. We need to review our memory verse.
2: Can I say it, Mr. G?
1: Sure, Joy. Go right ahead.
2: Okay. Um, Ezekiel 18, verse 20. Here it is. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the Son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. did you say there is only one sacrifice for sin and that it has to be a bloody sacrifice, Mr. G?
1: That's an excellent question to start off our Bible study with, Lizzie. Let's first look at Hebrews 10, verse 12, which is speaking of the Lord Jesus. Can you read that, Lizzie? Sure. Um, Hebrews 10,
2: verse 12. Here it is. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for his sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Why does it say one sacrifice for sins forever, Mr. G?
1: The only sacrifice that can actually take away sin is the perfect payment that the Lord Jesus offered when he became sin for all the believers and endured the wrath of God in their place. The Bible calls this the atonement.
2: What about all the sacrifices that God commanded the Israelites to offer, Mr. G?
1: That is true, but when we look at everything the Bible says about such offerings, we run across, among other verses, Hebrews 9, 4, which says, "...for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins."
2: Mr. G, didn't you tell us that the Bible teaches that there has to be a bloody yuck sacrifice? I'm feeling sick. I think. Why does there have to be blood, Mr. G? I don't get that either.
1: This is what God requires. In Leviticus seventeen eleven, we find this principle: "For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement." For your souls, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. But it
2: can't be an animal's blood, right, Mr. G?
1: Right, Lizzie. For thousands of years, God did require such animal sacrifices, but their blood could never actually wash away anybody's sin. They were simply a giant reminder that one day, the Lord Jesus would come as the one sacrifice for sins forever, and his blood or life would be powerful enough to wash away the sin of his people. Joey, can you read Revelation 1-5 for all the boys and girls listening at home?
2: Okay. Um, Revelations 1-5. Here it is. Uh, all right. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, in the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that love us and wash us from our sins in his own blood. Did Jesus shed his blood when he was on the cross, Mr. G?
1: Yes, he did shed some of his blood when he hung on the cross. You'll remember that the soldiers hammered long nails into his hands and feet, and another Roman soldier stabbed him in the side with his spear, and both blood and water came out.
2: Really? Why blood and water, Mr. G.?
1: Spiritually, the blood points to the fact that Christ gave up his life for each Christian. And the water is a picture of the gospel, the water of life, which alone brings salvation. To come back to your question, Lizzie, even though Christ did shed some of his blood on the cross, we need to keep in mind what that means symbolically.
2: I forget what does it mean, Mr. G.?
1: We just read Leviticus 17.11, remember? For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. So why did the Lord Jesus come to earth?
2: To pay for the sins of God's people. Is that right, Mr. G?
1: Yes, fantastic, Joey. John one twenty nine declares The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. Can you read Matthew twenty twenty eight, Lizzie? You can take Ephesians one seven, Joey.
2: Um let's see here. Matthew twenty verse twenty eight. Even as the Son of Man came now to be ministered, until, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many.
1: Thanks, Lizzie. It's your turn now, Joey.
2: Sure. Um, I think I got it. Ephesians 1, verse 7. Here it is. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace.
1: So once again we see that salvation is only through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ by giving up his life for his sheep and providing forgiveness for them. As we find in Hebrews thirteen twenty and 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Excuse me, honey. Are you done with the study? Yes, dear. We just finished. What's up? That was Mrs.
3: Jones. She said that Peanut was doing much better.
1: Oh, great. Thanks for telling us.
3: Okay. Kids, you can help yourself to veggies and dip, and we also have some fresh fruit and yogurt dip after Mr. G prays.
2: Mmm, thanks Mrs. G. All right. thanks.
1: Heavenly Father, how we thank you for giving us your Holy Word, the Bible. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, for his perfect sacrifice, and forgiveness for the sins of your sheep. We also thank you for allowing us this time to spend in your Word. Please strengthen us that we might be obedient to your Word, have mercy upon any that might be listening that are not saved. Could it be that they might be saved by the faith of your Son? Because we know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Well, kids, we come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible, and outreach of Bible Ministries International. And Kira Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621.
1: May God richly bless you with His salvation.
2: Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.